friends, welcome to Everybody Speaks Music. Happy New Year 2024. I am Mojo Kemp, and on today's show, we have a returning guest, Rocky Riobo. Oh, hey, wait a minute, everybody. Guess who's in the studio with me today? Let's welcome Chris Schultz to the show. Hey, Chris, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the show, brother. I really appreciate it. And although I haven't been on the show, and I apologize to the listeners and to you, Mojo, for not being more available, it's like I've never left this seat. So it's a little odd to say I'm returning because this is all I do is sit in this chair now and uh, Wizard of Oz, everything in my life. Uh, it has been a busy few months for uh, for us at Horizon and at Empower. We're going to get to Rocky's interview pretty quick. And uh, full disclosure, everybody, Chris has not heard the interview that uh, is coming up that I did with Rocky the other day. But Chris, you've been super busy, not only with the school and the nonprofit, but you're presenting at this year's nom show that is correct and it's a dream come true and a huge honor and for listeners that don't know the national association of music merchants nam show happens in anaheim every year there was a few years where it was disrupted and it was a dream of ours to to go there to speak on behalf of the work we're doing up here in vancouver with youth who face challenges neurodiversity physical limitations what what have you we visited last year in April and we learned so much about the technology, the instruments that are out there. And as much as we gained, we were surprised there weren't more efforts and more organization in how to reach the kids that we look to serve. So we put together a presentation and NAM accepted and we are so thrilled to go and speak. We're there to learn. We're there to listen, but we have a lot to share. Joining you at that presentation is... Uh... John Alder, who's been a guest on the show, Tony Duenas, who's been a guest on the show. Who else is going to be there with you? We have Todd Mumford, who is one of my closest friends and advisors. Uh, He's the son of Sherry Mumford, who's on our board of directors. Sherry's been on our show as well and is instrumental in our efforts to work in the mental health field. So Todd will be representing Sherry. And then in addition, we have Josh Nixdorf from Microsoft and Robert Hines from Intel Corporation, uh, with some support here from uh, EA Sports, from Apple. Uh, it, we just put together this really powerful team of, of incentivized, passionate people who happen to work for big tech companies. And you know, I know a lot of people are pretty quick to judge when you hear names like that thrown around, but all I've seen is that people inside those organizations wanna help, and in particular, there's a gentleman at Microsoft who has a daughter with cerebral palsy, and his whole mission has been able to give her more access to the things that you and I take for granted. And he spearheaded this platform, this hub, and it's an adaptive hub that Microsoft now carries where you can plug in a number of controllers. And we're looking at how to configure different 3D printed joysticks so that students with cerebral palsy or any other motor skill issues can play music by pressing buttons custom fit to their needs. So it's just an example of how it starts with someone's personal journey, their own story. In this case, this gentleman's love for his daughter, and it leads to this technology that could impact the whole world. We're thrilled to speak on behalf of that particular device. That'll be Josh and Robert's domain. I'll just be sitting back learning. Are you guys going to be able to record this presentation at all? 
Absolutely. I think we're going to try to live stream it. I always say that. And then you get to these events and it's chaotic and you haven't had a moment to set up your gear. And the last thing you want to do is go on Facebook and hit the live stream button because you might even need your phone to do the PowerPoint after all is said and done. And I've had really bad luck there. But yeah, someone in that room is going to record it. I would love to share that with our listeners. We're presenting on Sunday January 28th, I believe, and it's at 12.30 Pacific time. I'm just going to double check the date. Yeah, Sunday the 28th, 12.30 Pacific time. Anyone who's going to the NAMM show, you can find us in room 213D, and we are absolutely thrilled. It's so nervous, but so pumped up all at the same time. Awesome. It sounds like a great presentation. I know you guys are going to crush it, and I can't wait to hear about it when you get back so if you guys are at the nam show make sure you stop by and say hello to chris and the great team that we've got assembled also coming up on february 4th it's the heroes of music fundraiser that is taking place here in vancouver at the heroes reach pub it's set up by links one of our students a good friend of ours also a member of squealo I'll be playing. Lynx will be playing. You're going to play. And then we're all going to jam together as part of Squealo. It's going to be a great event. All funds going through Empower Through Music. We'll put the notes and all the links up on our show notes. Chris, I know we've only got you for a few minutes. Let's get to this interview with Rocky. And then we'll wrap up this show. And we'll talk again when you come back from Nam. Thanks, my friend. Thanks for having me back and can't wait to get into some great topics this year. Mojo is going to ride this ship while I'm stuck on land. However you say that, I'm not a sailor, but Godspeed, my friend. Welcome back to the show for, I think this is your second time on the show, everybody. We are joined by Rocky Riobo. Rocky, Happy New Year. You're my first interview of the year. No way. I am honored. I'm honored. I'm chuffed. I'm delighted. Everybody, we are in the middle of uh, the latest snowstorm here on the lower mainland. And I know the rest of Canada and everybody else is really cold right now. We're still not used to dealing with the snow rock star. I am staying tucked in here at home today, but you are going in anyway. There's folks we have at least, I have at least... 18 centimeters of snow where I am <laughs> uh, for our American folks. That's probably six or seven inches. And you're still going to go in today. You are, um, you're crazy is what I'm going to say. You're crazy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I I am. I'm also a little kid. I would like to put on my pretty purple snow pants and my gorgeous dark blue velour winter jacket and strut my stuff down the hill Breathe in the fresh air, play with the snow. It's clean, it's bright, it's quiet. And the first thing I saw when I opened up my blinds this morning was children playing in the snow. And as much as I like to knock the snow, and if I have to drive in the snow, yeah, that's that's no fun. But I want to play in the snow. I don't want to miss this opportunity. So I'm going to scuttle my little butt. And I take the train, so it's not. it won't be too shabby. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It is, it, well, it is nice. It's nice to see. It's not so crazy to drive. And you know who loves the snow? It's my little dog. My little dog, oh. Watson. He's a Maltese. And everyone, he's only three inches off the ground. But he loves the fresh powder. 
It's uh, <laughs> it's amazing. So, Rocky, you are on the show for one sort of reason, but I'm going to throw you a couple questions. But you are here to promote some new music. So we're going to get to that, everybody. And and Rocky's going to send me some music. I don't know what it is yet, but we're definitely going to have some music on this show. You know, Rocky, it's sort of fitting that you're my first interview this year. I've known you for almost five years now. Wow, and, yeah. and I only know that because, uh, folks, recently I had my last cancer checkup. I've had five years of clear. And after five years of clear, they kick you out. They don't want to see you no more. And uh, it's, it's a couple of the greatest breakups that I've ever had. So it's <laughs> fitting that you're here because you are part of that story for me. The only reason I ended up really hooking up with you was because I got cancer. That's correct. Folks, You all, there's always, always, always a silver lining in anything you go through. There is a treasure there. Sometimes you got to dig really, really deep to find it, but it's there. And one of those great things from getting cancer, of course, was hooking up with Rocky. Admittedly, for you, when we hooked up for our lessons, you were still... a, a a baby teacher. You were still new. Brand spanking new. Brand so, new. And uh, those were some awesome times. Great. They were rock star. They were great classes. You know, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of deep moments. I remember before my first performance back from cancer was the whole reason I went to see Rocky. We had a lesson where all we did was lay on the floor and talk yes. about music and talk about singing and you know, you got me back to, to where I am today, where, you you know, you were part of what got me back. You, I'm fanboying a little bit here, everybody. <laughs> but uh, Rocky, you're definitely in my top five teachers that have most affected my life, if so, not top so, three. Oh, I'm so honored. So my question out of all that big buildup is five years down the road now, how would you say your teaching has changed in the five years? Oh, my gosh. Whew. I'll tell you, there were some students where I think we went maybe six weeks without singing a song. I didn't even realize. I mean, six weeks, six, six lessons, six hours. But six weeks without singing a song because technique, breathing and pitch and control and and getting people out of their shells. You know, sometimes it's not a matter that you can or can't. It's just there's a psychological barrier that's kind of preventing you from giving it. And it's sort of sort of hard to not give it when you're singing, you know. There's a certain there's a certain you know, part of it is technique, part of it is the gall. You have to have the gall. <laughs> Whatever that means to you. There's, you know, there's that light docile kind of low energy gall but it's still there's still a purpose to drive behind it so yeah I was a little bit uh, hell-bent on technique and all these starting things and I just I just have so much information I like to say I'm severely educated and there's just so much goodness that I want to give everybody but everybody breathes on a daily basis so you don't really have to focus so much on that all the time so that's one thing my that has changed I've, it's a little bit more human you know, anyone can open their mouth and sing. I really believe humans are, you know, 
engineered to be able to sing in any which way. Sometimes it's just passively and just for oneself. And sometimes it's this big, giant production. So that's, that's a big part of it, learning from my student what they want rather than, okay, this is my knowledge and I want to give you my knowledge. Yes, that's important, but it's also what, is your, what, are your, what are your goals? What is your direction? What is your desire? So that I can siphon my knowledge and better adhere it to what your goals are. I, I don't think I'll ever... Oh, and I, I write things down. I write things down. I write things down so that I remember it can come back to them. Um, I'm a little bit more confident. I'm a little bit more confident where sometimes I would I would be embarrassed that the warm-up was going too long and that they were getting bored. But it's like, if you're not warmed up, you're not singing. So I, I owe it to my students to have them as warmed up and ready to go as possible. So I just relax into it. I take my time for their sake. I'll, um, I'll never forget... I worked with you for so long and we did, you know, I, I brought in a lot of stuff and we sung with the numbers. The numbers made so much sense to me that I didn't understand how anyone could not understand them, which was a huge, <laughs> a huge, huge hurdle for me, you know, to get over. So, um, what, you know, I, I just, I, everybody, I mean, I did struggle <laughs> with that, but part of that was because of memory. You know, Rocky would throw all these numbers out at me. And by the third one, I couldn't remember what number I was supposed to sing. Sometimes yeah. I'd sing the, the, the right number, but the wrong tone. Or I'd yeah. sing, sing the right tone and the wrong number. I'd go up to nine sometimes. Yeah, 14, know. 22. <laughs> but uh, I understand. Like now, you know, given where we are now, I certainly understand that method. And I wish I'd have done better at it. And maybe if I'd well, have written the numbers down. Yes. <laughs> instead of trying well. to remember them all, I probably would have had a little more success. It, it's yeah, and it was it was a learning curve for me as well. How many numbers? How many numbers are too many numbers? You know, and and everyone's brain is different. Everyone's brain is different depending on what kind of learner you are. You know, now I'll I'll I'll, I'll say that depending on what kind of learner you are, we can go technical or we can go abstract. I can tell you to drop your jaw, to raise your soft palate, or I can tell you to. Sing like a Disney princess. Like if you want something that's like tangible, literally what you should be physically doing, or if you just want that fantasy, what am I aiming for? So depending on what kind of learner you are, I kind of split things down the middle like that. I give lots of different options. And I ask a lot of questions. I think I ask a lot more questions now. Like, um, you know, how does that feel? Because that's important too. Sometimes if I haven't seen them in a couple of weeks and they sing a song, I just say, how does that feel? And they'll go, you know what, that felt pretty good. Then it's like, great, I don't need to say a whole lot. But if they're like, I didn't really like that, then it's like, okay, let's go into that. What didn't you like about it? And they're like, oh, it just sounded boring. I'm like, okay, so have more fun this time. So rather than like, okay, you finished that song. Okay, this was wrong. This we can do better. This was great and all this. Sometimes it's not about, sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes they, they just want to sing. So I, I think I ask more questions now as well. But yeah, oh my gosh. I almost wish I could have you for another hour just so I can show you what I've learned. <laughs> and I can like aid you a little bit better and all these things. And, and we can jam some uh, some of the fabulous Jesus Christ Superstar. I used that libretto. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't think you understood what that meant to me when you're like, yeah, you should 
you should uh, you should have this. You'll use it more than I will. Or and I this is kind of a dig, but I think it's so funny. So you handed it to me, and I looked. I was like, wow, it's from the seventies. Like, oh my gosh, vintage. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, I bought it new. Thanks. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty funny. Well, you and but truth, you are still using it because, mm-hmm. folks, I three times a week I am at the school doing office manager stuff and greeting new students, and I can hear some of your voice lessons that are going on. Don't let your mm. students know that sometimes I can hear them, <laughs> and. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is played often in your little room. And uh, mm-hmm. for you folks that are there when I'm there, I want you to, if you're listening, if you're Rocky students, you guys all sound amazing. You ladies mm-hmm. sound amazing. And it's it's so great to uh, to be there and listen to the exercises. And boy, that, that stuff brings me back. And, you know, I, I could try to book a time with you if you ever had openings, Rocky, but you are- <laughs> Super get popular. Uh, yeah, get in <laughs> line. Alrighty, so that was one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was that your teaching differences. The next thing I wanted to get into a little bit, Rockstar, is that you are a performing musician. You are a professional musician. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we get pushback from students because professional musicians have gigs, they have recording sessions. Sometimes they have to cancel lessons and sometimes people don't understand and they, they get upset. What do you think is the benefit of having a teacher that is also a professional gigging recording musician that sometimes, yeah, you, you got to cancel a lesson here and there, but this is the benefits of working with a professional gigging musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, relevancy. Relevancy. Um, I'm always practicing. I'm always studying. When I'm on stage, especially with singers, I find. Because, because singing is intangible. This like magical metaphysical thing you know, bearing that which you hold within yourself. When you get on stage, it's different. Or when you're in front of your friends. Oh, I'm taking lessons. My friends want to hear me sing. Even even if it's karaoke. I know the differences. And I know I study when I'm on stage. Okay, so I have a tendency to get so theatrical that I forget about my technique. Or I have a tendency to not enunciate my words because I'm focusing on the pitch. Or I have a tendency to get kind of brassy and trumpety, so my tone changes. So because I'm on stage in real time, listening to myself and studying my own voice, I can better hear and understand what my students are doing. I had my brother in for like a quick warm-up session. And without turning around, I said, drop your jaw. And it was better. And he goes, how did you know my mouth wasn't open enough you didn't even look at me I was like I could hear it so relevancy there I'm always practicing I'm always learning new songs I'm always studying other people and I'm taking what I learn from my students and and those tendencies and I'm using it in the field and you know what who doesn't like a day off that's what I that's what I started to tell myself is if I have to say I have a gig this day no lesson are you really? I mean, yes, I, I respect everyone's time, but I mean, 
lots of times, nine times out of ten, my students are like sick, a day off. <laughs> when my university professors would cancel a less would cancel like a, a lecture, I was like sick, an hour to myself or whatever. And you can still use that time. You can still use that time in self-directed practice. I'll get a little stern there. Just because I'm not there to guide you for an hour, we can reschedule. Or you can take that time, you can sit down, have a self-guided practice, and when I see you again, we can talk about it. Well, because you weren't here, I had a harder time focusing. Great, what a wonderful observation. Now you know yourself as a learner a little bit better. That's a huge part of my teachings is the self-guided aspect of it. I'm, I can guide you, I can only give you so much, but what happens when I'm not there? You know, you need to be so self-aware of what's happening in these lessons so that you may replicate it on your own time. Um, so the benefit of having a gigging musician, I have a lot of stories that are really helpful. I, when I, one of my uh, university professors, Brad Turner, we had a, um, he had a lecture with us and sometimes he would, the lecture would be, so I was an adjudicator at a high school uh, music festival last weekend in Ottawa. And I'm going to talk to you about that and what I learned from these kids and what I learned from their teachers. And those are my favorite lessons is real life situations. It doesn't have to be professional. I did have one student very warmly and candidly tell me, look, I'm not trying to be a professional. So, and I was like, you're right. You're right. I need to kind of back off a little bit. So that can be kind of annoying. Maybe I go too far because I want so much from you. Um, but a gentle reminder is all, all I need to get pulled back to reality. But I, that's what I like. I, that's, I, I think it's a, a wonderful benefit, a wonderful benefit. You get a little extra time off. Um, you get the relevancy of what's actually happening in the scene today. Yeah, I think those are the main points. How do you feel when you see your students sitting out in the audience for one of your shows? Oh, bring a stretcher. Bring a stretcher. I'm dead. And that is a positive exclamation, though it sounds very morbid and dark. It's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. It it makes me cry. It makes me and when I when I'm singing and I'm and I'm noticing I'm kind of losing it. I'm like, what, if I was singing for my students, and it brings me right back. So I know Cat and Gav. They were in the audience for one of my most precious shows. That was um, the Vancouver Outsider Arts Festival. They were in the audience for that, and just their bright, shining faces. And Kat uh, bought a T-shirt, a Rocking the Gems T-shirt, so I get to see her wearing the T-shirt, and she just had the biggest smile on her face. And it makes me feel like a million bucks. It it makes me feel proud. Like, like I want to. I want my students to be proud of me. I want them to be proud of me, and I want to show them, like you know, like I'm I'm trying to do all the stuff that I teach you, and and. It's great. Like, I know you've been to a number of my shows, which is so exciting. And I get to go to your shows. And, oh, Canby Village. Those were outdoor gigs. And my kids would come to that. So Bethany and Emerson, they would come. And that was really cool. And they would just be, like, dancing. And that was so precious. And I think Emerson gave me, like, snacks one time because they were pink. So it's just... It's so fun and, you know, music is fun and music is inclusive and, you know, it's, I just, it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. I want, I want these people to have music in their lives forever. It's a wonderful thing. And it's also, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't practice. I practiced a little bit, but I had a hard time. So I think I told Bethany and Emerson's mom, I was like, you know what, if they're not practicing all the time, it's okay. Cause you know, maybe when they're 20, I'm, I'm, I'm derailing a little bit. 
but this is something I find important. You know, just because you're not practicing all the time now, like I want music to be theirs. I don't want it to become a chore. So this music, even if you only do it for an hour a week, half an hour a week, that's still more than a lot of people. And by allowing a little bit of relaxedness and not drilling the practice sessions, I mean, they're prodigal, they're amazing, and I know they do practice a lot. But I do find it important to say that it's yours. How, and it's there for you whenever you want it. And, and you don't need to drill yourself all the time. And I find that you'll, you'll, you'll retain a healthier, long, longer withstanding relationship with music if you keep it your own. Oh, my goodness me. And I practice a lot now. I practice a lot now. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Be like, well, how'd you get so good? I'm like, I've been doing it for 20 years. <laughs> um, and I practice a lot. And I warm up a lot. And I, you know, keep on track of my voice. Oh my gosh, that was a big one. So when students come to my shows, it makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, you know, that's another benefit of having a performing professional teacher is when you're in the audience, you get to see the teacher up on stage. You get to see him or her do the things that they're always talking about. And as the student, it's so inspiring. It's so motivational. At the cost of missing a lesson or two here and there, the benefits way outweigh the the hassle of missing a lesson here or there. You are here specifically today because as you are a professional gigging recording musician, you have lots of new music coming out, and that's why we're here today. So let's talk about the new tracks. Okay, so first, uh, and I'll say foremost, I'll say foremost, I mean, there's no foremost, but first and foremost, I have a Valentine's Day single coming out. So I love Valentine's Day. I love Hallmark holidays. I don't even care. Uh, so Valentine's Day, February 14th, Rocky and the Gems are releasing our first studio single, and it's called I Love You Dearly. So it's just a big, suckery, sweet, delicious love song uh, that I wrote when I was just obsessively in love with somebody and kind of broke my heart. But get this, here's the kicker. I was like, well, you know what? It's a great song and it's about me now. So here we go. So yeah, you can be in love with your cat. You can be in love with yourself. You can be in love with a gorgeous, gorgeous person. Whatever you like. I love you dearly. Love is a wonderful verb. That's important. I digress. So Rocky and the Gems, uh, it's Mr. Kelly Brown, our very own Mr. Kelly Brown on guitar, uh, Emilio Suarez on the double bass, and Tyler Murray on the drums, and yours truly, Rocky Riobo on vocals, and ukulele. So it's, it's quite precious to me. I wrote the song on my ukulele, uh, which you know is my dearest instrument. And so... Ooh, the track opens with me on my ukulele, very tender, very sweet. And uh, yeah, then it comes in with the full band and it's just wonderful. Nice kind of groovy. And we get to hear from all the band. Uh, everyone gets a little bit of a solo. So it's a really nice kind of all-encompassing, uh, kind of a nice Latin feel. I'm terribly excited. We've got um, a huge photo shoot uh, that I did with my buddy Jake Holmes. Um, so we've got all this lovely cover art for it. I've got a video... A video coming out for it, sort of some visualizers, some music video action. So it's this whole beautiful little bundle, little package. 
And if you're around um, on February 16th, that's the Friday, two days after the single comes out on all listening platforms, Rocky and the Gems, I love you dearly, hello, then um, in uh, Bricklayer Brewing, Bricklayer Brewing in Chilliwack is one of my favorite, 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 favorite venues, that's uh, our Valentine's Day show. So I'm bringing that crew out with me to Chilliwack, my hometown, and uh, tickets are 15 bucks. And we'll be there all night just singing lovely jazz music. We'll have all of our originals. You'll get to hear them. And we'll sing some standards. That'll be really, really wonderful. So, yes, Rocky and the Gems, I Love You Dearly is coming out uh, February 14th for Valentine's Day. So stay tuned for that. Um, not to mention, uh, we've got, uh, there's four other singles. Four other singles. Um, one of them is a fabulous cover that is very special, near and dear. Uh, so keep your eyes out. We're going to release them as I so please. We'll see. Maybe once a month. Hoping to get some radio plays to keep your ears open. Some college stations. Maybe CBC. We'll see. That's really exciting. We've got some live footage. So this uh, record or these uh, singles were recorded at Blue Light Studios in East Van. And you were there actually for my birthday show. In June, we did a live show that was all recorded. So Rocky and the Gems at Blue Light Studios. So we've got some nice live footage as well. So we'll have some, some of the singles will have some accompanying uh, live footage, um, which is quite exciting. So this year is a big year for online content for Rocky and the Gems, which is quite exciting. Uh, not to mention some live recordings as well. Lots of good stuff for Rocky and the Gems as well. Here we go. Pivot. So the Relevators. The Relevators. 60s, 70s, psychedelic, soul, rock. So fantastic. We're calling ourselves a Fraser Valley Beach Boys punk. We've got three-part harmonies. We've got some freaking pedal to the metal, balls to the wall, excuse my language, um, tracks. There's so much coming up for the Relevators. So the Relevators... I play keys in the elevators. I do some backup vocals. Um, I get to kind of front uh, for one of my favorite songs, No Boy, which is very exciting. I get to scream. I get to run around and do exactly what I love to do very much. We've got two singles coming out in February. So the elevators have two singles coming out in February um, to Spotify, all streaming platforms. And I'll tell you this, the cover art for my song is my pink boot on some guy's head. That's all I'm going to say. If that doesn't make you want to listen to the song, I don't know what will. I, so that's terribly exciting. I think I saw, is that from the video? You, you There's a, a single, or a still from a video, right? That shot? Yeah, yeah. My, right. I got my boot on, on Jim's neck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the video, so I can't wait to see the picture. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so lots coming out in February. Uh, Rocking the Gems, I Love You Dearly. Uh, and then the Relevators have two singles coming out as well. Uh, yeah, so a big year for all that. So, yeah, just terribly exciting, terribly exciting. And I'm just thanks so much for the time and the space to help me plug all this wonderful, delicious goodness. I will always, always have your back, Rocky. Always, forever and ever. Promoting, promoting your music is easy because it's so fabulous. It's so <laughs> Thank you. Before we go, folks, check the show notes. Rocky's going to send me links for all that great stuff. Get yourself a Rocky and the Gems t-shirt. I don't know if the Revelators have t-shirts or not, but if they do, you'll want to get some of those too. I have a Rocky and the Gems sticker on my guitar case. 
Never far away, Rockstar. Before I let you go today, is there anything you want to talk about that we didn't talk about today? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm a very busy bee. I'm happy. I'm working hard. I'm resting hard. You know, they say work hard, play hard. Rest hard. That's an important thing. Rest hard. Rest hard. If you've got to watch three, three movies in a row, do it. Grab a cup of tea. Grab your cat. Grab your dog. Grab a big body pillow. Rest is important. Rest is very important. Rest is paramount. And warming up. Warm up before you sing, before you do anything. Warm up. Warm up. Rest up. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Rocky, for coming back on the show. I can't wait to hear the new music. I'm going to thank you now for the music that you've sent in later. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Chris, always awesome to have Rocky on the show. I know she has a special place in your heart. I love her so much. Great to hear that she's got so much music coming out. And folks, during the interview, you heard me say that I don't know what song from Rocky I'm going to play. Well, Rocky has sent me a song. It's by Rocky and the Gems. Please enjoy Till There Was You. Check out the show notes for all of Rocky's links, all of Rocky and the Gems, all of the Revelators. Get out there and support local music. Chris, we're in the middle of this year's Snowmageddon. It's tough here in Vancouver, folks. We don't get a whole lot of snow, but it is even starting to snow again here where I'm sure. at. So let's, uh, I'm going to let you go because I know you've got lots of curveballs through the school to deal with today and you're getting ready for the NOM presentation. It was great to have you back on the show. And of course, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be here all year long. That's right. And more importantly, I'm about to take the girls out on their first toboggan ride. So we are so pumped. They've been waiting for daddy to finish work. I'm officially done for the day. I don't care what happens after this point. You'll see me out on the snowfield. Awesome. Everybody have a great couple of weeks. We'll talk to you really soon. Thanks for, for sticking with us as we've had our little break. But things 2024 is shaping up to be a great year great for us and i know it's gonna be great for you don't forget to like subscribe and share it will really help my daddy and uncle mojo Hey!